0: Our Poor Choices is a comedy podcast where lifelong friends get together to watch and break down the poor
1: choices made in movies and
0: in their lives. This podcast is intended for mature audiences.
1: This week, a first in podcast history a corporal pick that doesn't suck. I'm (laughs) Sarcastro. I'm Corporal. I'm Commando. I'm Fatty. And I'm Banky Jarvis. And these were Corporal's Poor Choices.
2: (laughs) That's great.
0: There you go.
3: That's much better than whatever I could do. Oh, I was hoping you would have
2: you would have uh, repeated the Ron Perlman line when he's looking at the uh, Thunderbird in the garage.
3: Oh, the, <laughs> the fucking pussy magnet?
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, you man. know the story about the scorpion and the frog? Well, you're about to find out.
0: That is true, though. This is your first one that you watched that... Uh... That corporal pick, that wasn't awful because you you didn't get to see the raid when we did that one. Yeah, the raid's badass. Yeah. His other pick really sucked beyond sobriety episode oh no that was fantastic, oh, no. the, and, the the
1: was fantastic. and the shitty <laughs> weather <laughs> movie what was the uh shitty roller skate movie where they roller skate through the oh, desert solar <laughs> <babies>. oh. <laughs> that was a shitter too <laughs> was that better
3: or worse than buckaroo Banza*? great film better
0: better better <laughs> marginally <laughs> marginally <Yeah>. oh okay <laughs> so corporal what are we talking about this week
3: uh, this week we are talking about 2011's Drive starring, what's his face, Ryan Gosling and Carey Mulligan and Brian Cranston and Oscar Isaac, which I completely forgot he was in this movie. And Ron Perlman. <laughs> And Ron Perlman and Albert Brooks and and uh, what's her face Christina Hendricks who has like four lines.
4: You know you've seen Ryan Ryan Gosling quip his way through many movies where oh wait sorry wrong wrong Ryan, oops,
1: <laughs> right right. <laughs>
3: So, so for me, this was the first time that I was watching a a Ryan Gosling movie and being like, okay, he's something that's other than a romantic actor, you know, like the prior to this, it was like the notebook or whatever. I couldn't care less about
0: that. And then this comes along and I was like, oh, oh, I like this one. I like this one. he had murder by numbers originally did he yeah that was uh him and michael pitt with sandra bullock oh gosh and he had blue velvet or uh blue valentine that he did with uh, michelle all i
3: know is that i didn't pay attention to him until after this and then i've liked all of his movies after this prior to that i couldn't tell you
0: was it his steely blue eyes that got you in this one
3: yeah it totally was it's his smile
4: his toothpick smile that's what got you. It was it was all of it, man. He's dreamy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to suck on a toothpick too. Right?
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna do ah. something. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't do it. Come we here, could though. edit that. No, no, no. <laughs> we
4: totally could. <laughs> By the way, this movie totally uh like slipped through my radar. I looked at was like, oh, 2011 film. Like I didn't remember anything about this movie. Like Nothing was... at all, like not even an advertisement
3: for it. Yeah, it was crazy because when it came out, I was uh, I was at work and somebody's like, "Oh, did you see it?" And like I tend to see everything in the movie theater, and this one I did not see, and then got it on video, and then it just it just blew my mind. I got records, we went to the concert, like all sorts of stuff, and everything that I listened to is based off of this now, <laughs> like everything.
2: Your write up was was really incredible. It's um. I appreciated the links that, the stuff that you put in there. I am definitely going to listen to that whole Skiverse Demeanor album or whatever his name was. <laughs> K- Kavinsky. Kavinsky. There you Kavinsky, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Kevin Sky. This is gonna be a good uh
2: <laughs> just good the, thing. the the outline, the the way the um the uh the liner notes were set up, like it was actually set up to tell a story, but it was
0: it yeah. was
2: never a film.
4: Well, the yeah, funny part so about this movie, too, is like that the the vibe it gives off is almost like a timeless feel to it in a way, because it's like all over the place with what's being used in the scene. So there's like the classic cars and then there's like the old like kind of not cell phone ring, but like, you know, the old wireless phones you used to have in your house ring. And it was just like it tried to be like almost timeless, like you couldn't tell what year you were in. Until somebody pulled out a phone and started texting. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the year again. Got it. (laughs) I'll give you that i
3: uh i i I don't know it's uh it's funny because i was talking with the lady tonight and she's like i'm just like i don't know what it is i love violent love stories like i really just love violent love stories and that's what this was
2: that's pretty much the story of you two so
3: (laughs) yeah totally you know (laughs) smash a dude's head in an elevator
4: (laughs) stab a dude with a curtain rod i mean we've all been there yeah it's fucking great you just like the strong silent types so yeah, I figured you
3: would like it because it's more like uh, Clint Eastwood barely it was, says a it line was. of dialogue the entire movie, and it's just it's all eyes and facial expressions and
4: well, the like most the... yeah, the most he talks is when he tells the redneck that he's going to kick his teeth in. I was like, ooh, he had words there, he had <laughs> words.
2: Uh, I feel like he talked a lot when he was uh, coercing the redheaded lady to talk. Yes. Mm-hmm, of course.
4: That was it. Coercing. Whenever you saw, <laughs> yeah, other than the grin, whenever you really saw like emotion or like nervousness or anything, it was when he was kicking the crap out of somebody.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And he had a uh, uh, nervousness
3: when he was um, with the claw hammer.
4: Yeah. yeah. And he had the,
3: had the guy swallow yeah. the
4: bullet. He was. He had a little bit of shake there.
2: Oh,
3: a lot of like, shake. Yeah.
4: The strippers, however, did not have shape at <laughs> they all. They stood just still like,
2: the entire
4: time. Yep. They oh.
2: were quite clear.
4: Yeah, they're like, oh, another <laughs> Wednesday night. <Okay."> right. <laughs> this is what happens when Cook's around. <laughs> There's always somebody coming in to beat the shit out of
0: him. Right? Right. Yeah, so for the first 40 minutes of this movie, there is not a lot of anything happening it's a lot of setup and prose to the last hour of the movie like you get you get them doing one job yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's you a
3: get- it's a whole bunch of whole bunch of setup Whole bunch of setups. So in the end, there's only six songs in the movie, and one of them is a weird royalty-free needle drop that I didn't even notice until like the fourth time I watched it. And it's on the end credits. It's it's called "Back in Tune." It's a it's a royalty-free thing that this dude wrote up, and you buy it for fifty bucks, and you do whatever you want with it. Huh. And I found it by going to, what was it, uh, smartsound.com. You can buy it there, and it's just like, oh, you can lengthen it and shorten it, whatever you want to do, all this stuff. So it was kind of cool to find that, but I had no idea that that was even in there, and whatever. I thought that was an interesting thing that I've never seen before. But in the end, there's only five needle drops and the rest of it is score. And I particularly like score. And this dude, Cliff Martinez, does a lot of synthesized stuff, a lot of ethereal stuff. And it fits and weaves through it. So in the beginning, you get your first song before the... the the credits and that's the chromatic stick of the clock. And that's actually while he's driving around during that first gig, it actually weaves in and out of that song and then into score
4: and then back into that song and then into just crowd noise. I couldn't get past the, uh, the beginning, like the neon uh, Miami vice like font that was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) so that's
3: another fun thing. Like, um, while you're listening to that, that's the second song. That's Kavinsky, The the Night Call. The director wound up liking it, so they put that in. And he and College, which was another artist which was on the soundtrack, they were considered the current godfathers of synthwave and um, vaporwave aesthetic, which is heavily 80s synth, lots of pinks and purples, like uh, uh grids, crazy sunsets, the the concept of hot cars driving at night and neon soaked. It's pretty cool stuff.
1: I like it. So is the uh so typically in movie production, when is the musical score written? So is pretty much the entire movie edited and then the 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 sound guys or the the guy that's writing the score comes in and adds it in. Yeah, most of it has picture edit. So
3: Um, the picture is done and then they go and they actually go to a a scoring stage and they have the composer or the orchestra sit there and play it to the, to the image. And then they just try and, you know, evoke the emotion as they're watching it. So this one had, what's the guy's name? Uh, where is it? Johnny Jewel and Johnny Jewel is a former punk band guy who turned into a writer and had a couple different bands, and one of them was the Chromatics with the Tick of the Clock, and that was thrown in there because he actually did the first run of the score, and they didn't think it was right, and then Cliff Martinez was brought in afterward to do it. So it's kind of interesting to 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 read that too, because I
0: don't see too many times where somebody gets replaced. But their music is still in there with their bands. It's very weird. Yeah, to your point about how the score weaves in and out between the actual song playing in that in that first scene after like when they're when they're doing the first gig and everything like that, I thought it was all the actual soundtrack song, not the score. And I was like, man, this is you know, I'm like I like, when I went back and listened to the actual um, individual songs, I'm like, where's all the rest of it? Where's all I the rest of very it right? confused?" <laughs> and I was like, oh, because they did they did a very natural job of shifting it in there. Or yeah. It in there. Yeah. yeah,
3: it was like, I got your template, and then I fixed it, and then we put it together. Yeah. It basically like a, a, a chop shop edit. I thought the whole purpose of that, changing the score and that, like the the, the tick of the clock, giving like that beat like, we're ready, and he gives his whole speech. I drive, you've got me for five minutes. What you do outside of that five minutes, you're on your own, and then... I just thought it was a brilliant setup because he's watching the Clippers game, figuring out the whole Clippers game going on. He's got the police scanner. He's very methodical with everything. And I don't know. I, I I love the whole setup. And then he parks in the garage when the game lets out and
0: goes away, walks away scot-free. So am I supposed to believe that he's done multiple jobs over the years for, and I guess it's his guy, Shannon, setting him up with everything. That's
3: what I assume. And that's, that's what I get every time that I'm watching it is that Shannon, we find out later that Shannon has worked with Bernie and Bernie's kind of in the mob with the other guy, Nino, the Jewish mafia, the Jewish mafia on the West coast, right? Which orders Chinese food at a Italian
1: restaurant. Right. Yeah. (laughs) i think they just bring their own don't they
0: (laughs) they did they did where the fortune cookies they (laughs) they go to the great wall and then bring it back with them yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i thought that was uh again the, the soundtrack is really good but again when you realize that like to your point there's one song that's just uh shareware essentially yeah but five actual tracks make up a 101 minute movie like that's insane
3: yeah, yeah. And, and each it played one, well. And it played well cuz each one honestly has like a different different meaning to the scene because it is very non-dialogue driven. It's very image driven. It's very eyes and breathing driven and then the music kind of fills that in. So it's like the uh what's the next needle drop? After we find out what's going on, we get the the credit sequence. We start getting a few things about where he lives and we find, you know, meeting his neighbor in passing, but not actually saying hi. And then finally, they her car breaks down at a, um, a quickie mart or something like that. He meets her. He meets the kid, takes him home, has a good time still doesn't say a damn thing (laughs) but but you can tell between the way they're looking at each other that there is something there Mm -hmm. and that's when you find out that she's got an estranged husband who is in jail
1: and um yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry so i i i think it's interesting there is a total lack of dialogue but there's certainly a chemistry between those characters yeah you put an ugly dude in that role. It's not believable. Now, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyone no. put any one of us in there in that same dialogue and people are like, that's not fucking believable. No. No. This, guy, this yeah. guy's
4: really creepy. He doesn't talk. Yeah.
1: Is like, it, is, is he handicapped in some way? Like, some is he like Rain Man? Like, he's like a yeah, savant okay. at driving, but. But he is. He is a savant and, and he
3: always makes good choices until he makes the poor choices. <laughs>
0: He immediately (laughs) makes a poor choice by getting involved with his neighbor. So my question is, though. But that's not the poor choice that leads to things. It's right. It's it's helping. (laughs) It's helping her estranged husband. But we didn't find out Mm -hmm. that she had this husband until she got the phone call and they were in the car. We knew about
3: it. We we knew about it. Yeah, we knew about it because when when he helps and takes her home after a car breaks down, they go in. She gives him a glass of water. And they're just kind of looking at each other. And then he's in the mirror when we see her and there's the picture of him in there. And he's like, who's that? Oh, that's my husband. Full
0: disclosure, I fell asleep for 17 minutes during this movie and absolutely missed that.
3: Son of a bitch.
4: (laughs) How could you? (laughs) It was the quiet part. Yeah, (laughs) right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man, you must have been tired. This movie had my attention the whole way through. I was really invested in this
0: so fatty i watched this on amazon prime through uh through a apple tv device and this is what it sounded like really loud really good music and then <laughs> <laughs> like not even just like quiet it was just mumbled it was muddled i'm like <sighs> turning it up i've got the tv jack like 46 and it's like if i were watching seinfeld it'd be like oh
1: <laughs>
0: it was fucking so hard. I was like, I pulled a sarcasm. I was like, get the
1: captions. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, you guys are old. You just need to accept it and turn on the fucking subtitles. All right. Oh man, Dude, it
2: was. I a bad you, you wouldn't have any
0: subtitles. Though. It'll It'll never work. really any dialogue. So I, I, I did like the thing where they showed him as the stunt driver, like actually doing a stunt. I was like, yeah. oh, that's gonna
3: be fun. Doesn't say a damn word, but that's when we meet. Shannon like when right. we really know who Shannon is and we see he's got this uh brace on his hip um and he's got a limp always smoking cigarettes and always trying to swindle something always trying to cut a deal doing something and that's Brian Cranston who killed it in that and this was at the same time he was doing Breaking Bad so it was w- like he was good that
2: role
0: yeah Yeah, i uh, I remember him having more of a presence in it and i i don't know why like again having not not having seen this in almost 10 years maybe nine years since the last time i'd watched it i thought he had a bigger presence and i want to get to the part where um we get to see nino again later in the film uh but when we when we're introduced to shannon back at shannon's shop where they have the race car and uh he's you know Oh yeah so
3: so during this Shannon is trying to set up a thing with Bernie and Bernie's going to be his his quote unquote angel investor in a, a a race car and his key to winning and getting the money back is by having a driver.
0: Right. So this almost could have turned into a Fast and Furious movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, that, that... I thought that's where this was going to go at one point. <laughs> we never see that race car touch the road. Never. Uh, no, just when he's on the track the first
3: time. And it's funny because there was a quote saying uh, one of the things was this was an art house movie answer to The Fest and the Furious. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right, <laughs>
2: whatever. Is
3: what someone was that
0: farting or squeaking? I know. I was hearing sure that too. No, you know. Is
1: that my cast, No, it's my armchair. I'm like, funny. He is squeaking. It's like the the arm for my chair is underneath the desk, and it was just squeaking along there.
4: Speaking of elevators, it looks like you have elevator doors behind you, Sarcastro. (laughs) Yeah. Like going up.
2: Only the finest imitation
1: leather for that
2: chair. That's right.
1: (laughs) My side hustle is as a bellhop. (laughs) you're doing very
3: well you're doing very well only if you get the cool hat
0: so so we were carrying on so we we get this whole little backstory about um about what uh, al brooks character going up and kind of telling the story of how he's worked with shannon and shannon's always like you said uh he had run a hustle and all that kind of nonsense
3: yeah, so we get a, a backstory of that and how he got involved with Nino, which is Ron Perlman, which is Bernie's business partner.
0: Okay, because at one point I thought Nino was supposed to be, like, the head guy of all head guys. That's what
3: it and seemed like. And then later like. it's like,
0: yeah, he's just but, the muscle.
3: Yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. just the two of them, yeah. And, yep. Okay. Yeah. And um, they talked about how he had a big debt, and then... The way he repaid his debt was by getting his pelvic pelvic uh, pelvic bone broken, and that's why he has the hip and all that stuff.
0: That seems like a poor choice on uh, Bernie's end to sit there and say, "If I let you have a broken pelvis, yeah, we can call it even, because you still don't get your money." Yeah, and who are you teaching a lesson to?
2: That's not really the way he described it. He said he he was always overcharging people. And when, oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always overcharging somebody. And then and
2: my buddy didn't like when he overcharged him.
3: So he broke his pelvis.
2: Yeah. So it wasn't really a, it wasn't a debt. It was he felt cheated
3: later on. He does say, though, that he did pay his debt is what he said later on.
0: Yeah, but Nino could have charged a little more if you saw the prices in the restaurant later on in the movie where he was only charging 450 for mozzarella sticks.
2: 250 for a two liter yeah
0: it's, oh my gosh yeah but mozzarella sticks in 2011 he could have easily been at six bucks it would have
1: been fine oh in california for sure
0: <laughs> right come on Nino. bad business
3: sense bad business but uh um as all this is also going on with that backstory about nino and him and how shannon's connected and how they're connected to shannon the irene has her car her car's broken down, so she brings it in uh, to the shop where that Shannon owns and the driver works at. And Shannon sets it up where he's just like, okay, I see you're sweet on this girl, so you're going to drive her home. So this is where we get the uh, the next needle drop, which is college playing Real Hero, um, which you've probably heard in some other places. It's been in a bunch of commercials. It was like... Uh, Gaffigan comedy clips uh if you ever watched any of his stand up he's got it in the intros um it's actually in a progressive commercial
4: <laughs> what
3: <laughs> yeah right but that's oversets so a montage where like it's him bonding the drivers bonding with Irene and her son Benicio and it kind of like lets the, the the song tells the story of them as they're going along. Basically, you know, like, oh, you're a nice person. You're a good person. You're a real human being. Uh, <laughs> and it's just them in the uh, in the Greece,
1: you know, revisiting Greece, driving the yeah. car
3: down the uh, L.A. River. <laughs>
1: and, uh... Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I would like to point out that Shannon told him, hey give the girl a ride home and he stretched that into a personal day for sure yeah. he really did. oh yeah
0: oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but shannon realizes he really needed to get it wet yeah <laughs> he's like get a little stink on your hang low, kid uh-huh. <laughs>
4: That's a good boss. That doesn't ha- that doesn't happen with a kid hanging around.
2: Speaking right. of the L.A. River, that takes us back to uh, Buckaroo Bonsai.
4: Buckaroo Bonsai. which is
2: an absolutely fantastic film.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wanted another Cynthia version of the uh, Buckaroo Bonsai outro. <laughs> like, well, that, like some vaporwave version of that would have been awesome. Like right even here.
4: synthier? Yes. <laughs> one thing. One thing I learned though, I never knew at the end of that. That there was actually like a real river that you could skip rocks on and hang out. Like, wait, it's there's more actually like a creature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's more like a creek though. It's an, it's an oasis. Like, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> here's some spill off. Uh, there's you know normally more trash, but you know we had a beautiful. That's what I was gonna movie. say. I could imagine like a couple like old tires and stuff floating in there, and you know, yeah, some sewage, it's, sewage, yeah. <laughs> lots of plastic.
1: Which
0: Terminator was it? Was it Terminator two or three? Where they were driving through one. I was waiting for
2: oh, Robert yeah. Patrick to show
0: up. <laughs>
1: Have you seen this boy?
0: Have you seen this driver?
4: <laughs> Your parents are dead.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Your parents are dead. Oh, Wolfie? Wolfie's just fine, dear. Wolfie's
3: just fine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, uh... So, yeah, we've got that. We've got the backstory. Then all of a sudden there's a phone call and Irene is told that her husband is coming home. And then they kind of like take a moment where they take a break. And then the next song that comes on is is, uh, Under Your Spell. And again no dialogue it's just the two of them both just hearing this song just thinking about each other while standard which is irene's husband comes home and they're having a party mm-hmm. and they're both just like all right i can't i can't be doing what i'm doing because what was he doing was he was he rebuilding a carburetor
2: yeah he was rebuilding a carburetor <laughs> yep. yeah That's his like... version of jacking off <laughs>
0: He's like, I was can't was be like... with you, so I'm going to fix this.
2: <laughs> I was like, ooh, what kind of cool driver thing is he going to do? Is that a, is it a carburetor? Car-
0: <laughs> <laughs> he gives it to Standard. I made this for you. But uh, I, I did like that it, this wasn't like a whole thing of like over machismo-ness where Standard comes in and beats his chest or anything. He just sees him in the hallway and he's like, uh, so you were helping out while I was gone?
3: He's still got a and lot of like, questions. He's like, yeah. He's he'sn't yeah, he the But time. he's just like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and that gets resolved quickly in, in the next scene that you see standard as he got his he got his ass whooped by the tracksuit mafia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that I mean there's that whole thing. Hey, and this bro. is this is the driver's poor choice of the movie. Like getting yeah. involved here. Like I, mm-hmm. I get it. he's he's like, if I do this, it gets you know it gets him out of trouble and keeps it away from the the, the wife and kid. So the whole
3: thing is, is that, you know, he's, he's sitting there and he's contemplating anything. He doesn't make the, the, the poor choice until, um, Benicio gives him the bullet. Right. And then as soon as he sees the bullet, he's like, OK, now I've, I've got to protect him and I got to protect her. And the only mm-hmm. way to do that is to help Standard. So he tries to go in with his his methodical thing. You know, I'm your driver. You got me for five minutes. Does this whole speech again. And he does this to the tracksuit mafia guy. And the, that guy's not having it. He's just not having it. And finally, they say, all right, you know, I'm going to help you. We're going to rob a, a, a place in the valley, rob a pawn shop in the valley. And we've got intro to Blanche, who is just a, what do you want to say? A plot device? She's the plot device character? character. Yeah. Yeah, she's a plot device character. And then he goes and steals a a Mustang. I guess it was a cobra. And then, was it a cobra? I could have sworn it had a cobra on it. Anyway, uh, he steals a Mustang and they go to the pawn shop. And then we get into the, the most anxious part of the movie where it's just... Or anxiety driving part, where it's just him sitting there for five minutes waiting for them to come out of the pawn shop. And when they yeah. finally do, Blanche comes out first. She's got a big duffel bag, opens up the car. She gets in the trunk. Same time, a second car comes up, parks next to him, and Standard comes out. Then he gets shot in the neck. And then the guy from the pawn shop comes out and just just lays into him, shoots him three more times, kills him dead. And they drive off, and they're in a car chase with a
0: uh, Chrysler three hundred.
2: Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, something something along those lines.
0: So, is that a car that can actually handle and move in any sort of way?
2: Like, I feel in like the, the three hundred so.
0: is is not going to keep up with a Mustang.
2: You could get them with a Hemi in them, but even I mean, Hemis then were far tuned down. They're they're just really just a name, but they uh, they did not handle like that, not even close. Which I guess, in the end, you, in the end of the chase, <laughs> you, you, realize, <laughs> no, they can't you can't handle like a Mustang could. <laughs>
3: I honestly thought that that crash was like a believable crash, too, because it was just like it crashed, it popped up and it dropped something and it just landed on it like it dropped the the engine or something. I couldn't tell what it was, but something dropped out of it and it landed on it. That feels like a regular accident to me, like something falls out of your car and you're just you're fucking stuck. That's it.
2: Right. It was just done. It was like, yep, that's over. (laughs)
3: That's it. (laughs) Nothing else. No crazy explosions. No collateral damage in this movie. No, no. It was all budget constraints.
2: Cheaper that way.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheaper. They said one of the things that they did uh, for all the driving scenes, which for a movie called Drive, there aren't too many, but uh, they this was one of the first times they created a biscuit rig. Do you guys know what biscuit rigs are?
4: Do no. Do you guys know what Enlighten-
3: process trailers are?
4: Nope. Enlighten us.
3: So a process trailer is where you get, like a, you get a big old truck and it's got a low a trailer that it's towing. And on that trailer, you got a whole bunch of speed rail, you got the car and you put all your cameras around it.
2: I've seen that before.
3: And then the, the sound guys behind are sitting in the back of the truck. They're doing all the recording. Everything's normally hard lined into it and all that stuff. Um, a biscuit rig is where they put the speed rail on the outside of the car. And then they jury rig it where there's a stunt driver that sits on top of the car in a roll cage And drives the car while the actors and inside and they have all the camera rigs built around it. Is this like monster trucks where they want it? The uh, view. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they use this a lot for this and then they really refined it for baby driver. I don't know if you guys have seen baby driver. I have not yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Baby driver is fucking awesome. That's another good ass movie.
2: That's a great, that's a great movie for soundtrack. The way, yes. the, mu- the way the 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 way music drives the movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. Or plays and a role in the movie. That one, the behind the scenes on that one is crazy because they had this crazy playback rig and... Anyway, but yeah, this one was all... Didn't have too many car chases, didn't have many explosions, no special effects, nothing crazy because it was just, we've just got to shoot it and we've got no money and let's just do this. And they wind up making a great, great movie because... I, th- I think basically just because of the performances, if it weren't for the performances, the movie wouldn't be
4: that good. I didn't know whether to save it to the end or not, or I'll just mention it now since we're on the topic. I, all the actors that were in this, I thought killed it except for Carrie Mulligan. I don't know for, for whatever reason. I just, she was not like believable. Like everybody else kind of had that, that look, but she, I don't think she could pull off not having the dialogue. Like she needed to have dialogue to go along with it. It's just, Maybe uh, I just
3: I, I disagreed because there was I, one I part when I don't they were know. just like looking at each other and and it's just her just like heavy breathing like she's just she's going through the motions like I, I can't hold it and yeah they don't say anything and nothing happens but
4: I don't know I don't maybe I just don't like her I don't know I don't know you're like
3: that reviewer that watched her other movie promising young woman and said she wasn't pretty enough
4: that's not why (laughs) i know it's just all like every expression that she had everything i don't know it was just awkward like like katie holmes-ish or something that was just i thought she did better in this than she did in the great gatsby
3: (laughs) the great gatsby was her second movie yeah this was like what her fourth
0: or fifth yeah and this was also better than her, her uh thing in that gordon greco sequel movie shitty wall street Street too (laughs) yeah money never sleeps yeah she was much better in this and i I don't know i bought some of the emotional stuff here like you know that scene in the hallway where she first sees him during her husband's coming home party and it's just that look that they give each other of recognizing that they want what they can't have right now yeah, she. I thought she delivered in that, and I, I thought the the narrative they built between the slowness of the actual soundtrack music, it went perfectly with the pace of this movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think the acting was was really great in the scene when they're in the elevator, and he he pushes her aside, they kiss. When when all that happens, I was like, wow, this like that was super super intense and then it got even way more intense than i thought it would like it just
4: well you knew like, it was going to wow. end some, you know that way it's like all right well when well, hold on. when are they going to stop that
0: team, let's <laughs> talk about the hotel scene when they when they oh, leave the yeah. pawn shop oh yeah and they're hiding out and then they see the uh the track scene oh, mafia yeah. show up great
2: scene
4: that's oh, where God. that's fuck. where the movie ratches it up a notch because you know if you oh, thought yeah. it. If you thought the blood, the gore was, like, bad when uh, Standard gets nailed, just wait. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Honestly, that was just like, okay, this is a... This is... He got shot. Okay. Yeah. And like, then, you see... Yep. Yeah. And then it, we go to the hotel gets, room. She, she
0: gets blown the fuck away. But yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, the only Chris, way you can describe oh, it. Christina Hendricks'
4: head just disappears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> no no idea how they did it. But and, and is somebody that only knew her from Mad Men before this? Yeah. Like, Watching watching this, and I was like, I'm like, I know her name was in the credits. Where the fuck is she? As I'm looking at the screen, watching her going, When's she going to get here? And it's like, poof, Oh, so she's gone. Like, Oh, shit, that was her. As oh. soon as they blew her head off, I was like, Oh, that, okay. Farewell, Blanche. Right. <laughs> oh <Right>. my gosh <laughs> at least it was quick i don't know <laughs> yeah so that's when uh and
3: at the hotel room that's where you find out that blanche knows that there was going to be a second car and that they got set up by the tracksuit mafia guys and she gave him a name then she got up went to the bathroom and she gets her head blown off and then he gets shot with a shotgun to the arm and then he takes out the two guys one guy with the fucking curtain
4: rod was that shower rod? Yeah. Shower rod to the yeah. to,
3: to the throat. <laughs> like
4: <laughs> That's the thing, because you never know, like, all right, well, he's just a driver, never uses a gun. Like, how tough is this guy, right? And uh well, you, you, know, you see the hammer he's part. Like, he but... puts on the
3: gloves and he slaps her because it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, this guy's gotta have a code, and he's well, just the... like, No, he slaps her and he's just like, All right.
4: Yes, yes. Or when it's he like... talks, the guy recognizes him in the bar, and yeah. like the most words you get out of him, he's like, you know get out of here before i kick your fucking teeth in or something yeah i want like i want a prequel yeah i want
2: more depth to his story i want to know why he's the way he is
0: that would make
3: sense
2: yeah. how young
0: is he supposed to be in this I'm
3: going to assume so she's, she was 17 when she had Benicio, and he's what? He's an eight year old. So yeah. supposed to be mid 20s, late 20s.
0: Okay. So he at the oldest would probably be 28, 30 years old. Yeah. Okay. Because it doesn't sound like he had been doing the uh, the hustle. Well, he's done the hustle with Shannon for a few years at that point. A few point. years now. Yeah. Shannon said he underpays him and all that kind of stuff. But don't tell him, but he gets all these gigs him. in Hollywood. Yeah. Where the fuck did he... Yeah, so to Fatty's point, yeah, how did he learn to drive? What was his
1: motivation? Was he doing these heists? I, I think what his origin is that he was institutionalized for much of his early life because he nearly burned his younger brother in a bathtub. And his
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and his, uh, his dad taught him to drive when he would come and visit him at the institution.
4: This this isn't your story, Sarcastro. This is a movie. <laughs>
1: Very yes. good driver. It's Raymond. <laughs> driver. Yes, Raymond. It's <laughs> <His> very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he tried oh part- counting god. cards in Vegas for a while. Oh <laughs> it my god! That, that
0: didn't Wait. pan out because he it kept getting thrown out of casino. Yeah. Is this the plot of <laughs> like, oh Days of god. Thunder? <laughs> 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 oh god! Oh shit! Oh
4: shit! But, uh, yeah, and and like, where where do his street smarts come from? Like, he has to know more than just being a lackey, right? Like, he knows how yeah. things work, he knows how things operate, he knows when he's in trouble, <laughs> he knows who not to cross, and he also knows who to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows not to trust
0: anybody, that's what he knows.
3: Right. There's a mystery to him, yet I still care about him and what
4: happens to him. Yes, just like Man With No Name, Clint Eastwood movies. Right. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right, so now he's got this money and he's trying to figure out so he just wants to get it back and finds out that it uh i guess he finds out from Shannon that it was Nino that set all this up right
3: no he goes to cook he he gets the name That's from right. from Blanche he goes to cook and when he goes in there he goes with the bullet and a, a claw hammer and just fucking wails on the dude's hand breaks his hand in multiple spots now, i couldn't even tell you how many times he hit it he hits hits it like 6 or oh, 7 he times wrecked it. yeah Yeah, and then uses the claw to open up the dude's mouth and and makes him swallow the bullet. And then that's when they call... Was
0: there baby powder all over the mirrors where the strippers were sitting? Because at one point I thought it was supposed to be smoke and they just didn't have the uh, graphic fully going so it, it just looked like that and then the strippers were real still for a minute i'm like is this a freeze frame
3: i think i think part of that was because it's a whole bunch of mirrors mm-hmm. that part of that is to cloud it up so you don't see the camera
0: oh well, that makes sense it would have been great if the other guy came in there and uh tony <laughs> lamb had drawn a dick on it and said he yeah. <laughs> that's how he should have left lamb. this could yeah. be tony lamb's origin story <laughs>
3: I think I've seen this movie like four or five times. Eight, equal sign, equal sign, (laughs) equal sign, capital D. There's the part at the, um, when her car breaks down, there's a part at the convenience store there where they're doing a tracking shot behind him. And it looks at the car and you see the camera like 100% camera rig all over it everything and i was just like i've never noticed that until now damn hd well this movie was actually shot on an airy in 2011 so it's a 2k um 2k raw native so when you're watching it in hd you're getting half of the image and when it's gonna have its upcoming 11th anniversary 4k rendition it's going to upscale a 2k version so we'll probably see that and if they want to they can probably try and clean it up if they want so we might not even get that in the next release
0: But
2: I hope they clean up the audio there's going
3: to be an Atmos track and a DTS X track on it too
0: ooh there you go well, in which case, then I hope that the different services actually start boosting up their audio to Atmos and DTS as a regular, because right now Amazon audio just does their own thing, right? You were Am- talking about ev- their everybody
3: has their own codec and everybody has their own source file and Apple tends to be really fucking good. The HBO is pretty good. Netflix is awesome. Um but uh, but yeah, freaking Amazon, something is just wrong there. Their their bass comes through overmodulated, and sometimes it'll actually like like my subwoofer will actually like it'll start farting on the bass. Yeah. It's like it shouldn't be doing that. It doesn't do that on any other service except for Amazon. Well, well they're right. actually broadcasting from a penis spaceship. That's true. On, on, uh, what is that? Uh, Skylink,
4: <laughs> yeah. Blue Origin, and Skylink have merged. All comes back to eight equal sign, equal <sighs> sign. Equal sign. <laughs> All
0: right. So, so he finds out, in, and then he, he realizes it's Nino, and that's when he goes to see Shannon and tells Shannon that he's got to get the fuck out of town.
4: Just wait, hold on. Instead, of, instead of the smile, they should just make that their logo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, he goes to
3: he goes to see Shannon and Shannon makes another call. He calls Bernie and says, hey, the kid just wants to give you the money, blah, blah, blah. So Shannon accidentally spills the beans with his good intentions, which becomes poor choices. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whoops. And uh, um, but what
0: I what I don't get here, though, is he's trying to do the right thing. The kid legit just wants to turn the money back in. Like, he was hired to drive. Like, shouldn't this be a thing to be no harm, no foul until you realize that it was no
3: honor amongst
0: thieves. But Nino's the one that said all this bullshit in in, in action, which, this is Nino's poor choice. This all comes down to Nino being a fucking greedy asshole.
3: Yeah, because he's stealing from a a guy from Philly. Yeah, East Coast Philly Mafia.
0: And to that point, that's when... uh, brooks character was just like uh you know i gotta clean up your mess now
3: he starts flipping his shit and while they're there cooks there and he's got his all he's in <laughs> traction his hands all in traction and all this shit <laughs> and then fucking brooks just takes a fucking butcher knife and just well he puts a fork in his eye first right, yeah right. i know it's yeah. like wow jeez. <laughs> and then and then the butcher knife was gonna to the do it like
2: multiple times <laughs> yeah I was like, okay, uh
4: Okay. Now it's your think, turn
2: to clean up after me.
4: That's the thing. There's a lot of cleanup that has to happen in this movie, and we don't see that.
2: Yeah, there's
3: a
4: ton like, of it. What happened but, yeah. to the bodies everywhere? Like the hotel room, eh, you know, whatever. The the elevator. The eh, elevator. Whatever. And the like, elevator
0: uh, is what got us back to this scene anyway, right? So or this scene leads so, us back so to the elevator.
3: This is this is right before it and then that's when they uh, he tells this guy he's gotta go check on her, and then That's when, um, the driver goes back, um, talks to Irene for a second and then they go into the elevator when that dude's in there. And then they have that 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 crazy scene pulls her aside. It's like it's like three minutes of just like them looking at each other and kissing, and then him turning around
4: and just obliterating the dude. Do you think <laughs> like, he knew he was going to win, or do you think he kissed her because he's like, yeah, this might be my last chance. Like this, I could think be it was it. That. I, I think, both. think it was last chance. It was.
3: It's. It's. This is. This is the. Uh, you know. This is the. I. I. I love you. I can't do anything. And. You know this is this is the end, so this is our goodbye. <laughs> and this is when you see that I am not a good person.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like before you see how horrible I am, check out how good a kisser I am.
2: It doesn't make you a bad person because you can stomp someone's skull
4: in. Like, like stomp 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 brain flies out like yeah at some point you gotta know like he right, had i to stop <laughs> you but know? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he also goes into like a berserker rage or something
0: no 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 sarcastro's over there making a face like because i i feel like he's like no that 100 makes you a bad fucking person it does
1: <laughs> it does make you a sociopath but you can just stomp somebody i mean it's one thing to kill somebody and maybe hit them once in the head but to like stomp their head until it turns into mush and then be able to turn around and converse with her i mean that's how they converse is just by looking at each other so i don't he was just like "Oh, well, this is me are you cool with that and she's like <laughs> she's like yeah. sweet jesus i have the worst taste in men <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. but he did that for he did that for her he wouldn't be he wouldn't be in this problem if he wasn't doing it For her.
4: Don't you judge me. I did this for you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He'd be perfectly fine doing his little gig the way he was.
0: I think her
1: response was perfectly normal. Yeah. Yes. I think it was, let
0: let the doors close and you hightail it the hell out of there. Mm
4: -hmm. I'm just going to go to work. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to work. Yeah. Because she works at Denny's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that where she works?
2: (laughs) I'm not saying that her response was um, uncalled for. I'm saying that it doesn't make you a bad person if, the, if you if you can smash a, someone's a, a head. A
3: sociopath <laughs> in. or a psychopath or is this how you're
0: selling your fiber services now?
2: It, <laughs> it, make, it make you makes a bad you a Follow the plan. It 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 makes you a person who follows through on something you start. Oh, there you go. Like, that's a good way to look <laughs> at it.
4: You know, that's a man who finishes his tasks. That's right. great.
2: He's he wasn't gonna he, he wasn't gonna leave any possibility <laughs> that this guy was he's, coming back. He's not
4: going to leave the electric half done at his house. He, <laughs> he's not going to leave the trim off the door. Oh, he's a
2: care of business.
3: <laughs> this is what I'm like, okay, so so who cleaned up the elevator? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking
4: about. It's a lot of clean up in this movie.
3: Who who cleaned up the elevator? Why were there no cops there
4: later on? Like <laughs> I just think it'd be funny if everybody's just like, like did she clean so, it up? <laughs> if everybody in that apartment complex is so despondent that like they just get in the elevator, like, oh, all right, and just yeah. uh, go on another their business. corpse. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Again. <laughs> right. It's Echo Park. Echo Park in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't an overdose this time. <laughs>
0: I mean my rent's not going up, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right?
3: It's a rent control area, man. Echo park in Santa Monica. <laughs> You're good to go.
0: Listen, the deaths in the elevator you tend to keep rent prices down anyway. Anyway, yes. And the fact that it was the functioning elevator too just yeah. blew my mind. Like great.
3: What now now
4: the elevator's now the elevator's haunted. Son of a <laughs>
1: It's like, Haunted I imagine the next, per- goon. Yeah, the next person that summons the elevator, the door opens up, and they look at it, and they're like, I'll just take the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right?
4: Or it's like the freaking Shining where it opens up and just blood rushes out all over. <laughs> <the room. laughs>
0: oh, look, Jelly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that guy's... Is- Wow, you boot that guy's yeah. face in so bad. It's like, yeah. Oh they my god! <laughs> like,
3: like I was watching it with the lady, and she remembers how how violent the the, the movie got. So, like, I went over to her, and I just like I just like looked at her, so she didn't have to watch it. And she was just like, "Those sounds are great." <laughs> it's, it's like, did you did you earmuffs the lady? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't earmuffs. I just I just blindfolded
0: you. Blinded her.
3: I like you. Like, she didn't she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, she doesn't like those parts of the movie. She's like the, the, the elevator scene. She doesn't like the, the scene right after that. And she doesn't like the, uh, um, the hotel room. She just doesn't like those scenes. Um, cause they're just, they're just almost too violent for her. So, and that's, that's totally fine. So I respected her and shielded yeah. her eyes while she listened to it.
2: See, I happen to have um, two shelves that I need to install in my daughter's room. So in the living room, I have a tool bag. I went over to the tool bag, walked over, grabbed my hammer, went over to the nine-year-old, was <laughs> like, I'd do that for you, boy. Oh. <laughs> And then I went and put the hammer back Daddy. <laughs> for you. Um, so he was, he was <laughs> watching with you? This, this is a film of sacrifice and he's love. Like, yeah. He's
4: like, great daddy. He's like, there's this kid named Max at school. He's really a dick.
0: What if I told you this was a father-son bonding moment for Ryan Gosling and the boy? Oh, man. Uh and we so, never see so, uh, the kid again do we no we don't we don't see the kid for the rest of the movie and was this the last time we saw her too when she walked out of the elevator
4: no we don't see the strippers again <laughs> no. I'm just saying
0: I,
2: I could have taken a revisit of that yeah yeah
3: because everybody was just completely unfazed by everything <laughs> <Right>. everything <laughs> just, just like
2: oh yeah call it's Nino and, the, and like every one of them's got Nino on their <laughs> yeah. phone I'm oh, sure uh, oh, yeah,
4: just another day with body fluids <laughs>
2: <laughs> say, that's because is always like i gotta go
0: bust a nut call one of these whores. whores but uh
3: um so this moves into when driver goes back and finds shannon at the shop and bernie has dispatched him with a, a razor blade to the he's really wrist. nice about it too he's like
4: all right nope nope that was it just 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 like just a little pin prick.
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah,
4: you won't feel. ah When Bernie
0: did it, uh, the lady drivers was just like, I don't buy Al Brooks is like this kind of badass guy after killing uh, the kid in the uh, in the pizza shop and then doing this to to Shannon. She's like, I just I've just seen him so much as a dad character of recent. Yeah, where it's hard to imagine him being like the leader of the Jewish mafia here.
4: I believe that's one of the reasons he took the role is just to do something totally out of character for Yeah, for it was it was like there. Martin Sheen and
3: Spawn. <laughs> 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 take take the role for, for the
0: experience.
3: But this is the uh this is the fifth uh needle drop in the in the movie and this is uh Riz Ortolani, Oh my love. And it's out of character considering the rest of the, the the songs and the and the scores is that it's uh it's old fashionedy. yeah it's like uh it's almost like a 50s style sort of thing and that's just like all right i lost my father figure and now i'm gonna go kill the people that killed him and that's like the end of his like i don't know innocence it's not it's not the end of his innocence, <laughs> but it's just like, all right, you know, I got nothing
4: less to fucking lose. And and here it goes. Well, that's true. Yeah. Now my whole life is turned upside down. Yeah. So,
3: so many poor choices.
4: And went to move in with his auntie and uncle. Yeah. So like the whole movie, he wears a scorpion jacket. And then
1: at some yeah. point around this time, he mentions the, uh, he makes a reference to the scorpion and the frog. I guess it's a fairy tale. That's uh this is yeah, it's after he kills Nino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By yeah.
3: Which is like it's it's weird that he goes and he gets the mask from the stunt driving thing in the beginning. Just so he can like mm-hmm. walk up to the window and just like I I I don't really understand that scene. It's I just fine. wanted him works, to go as I he was walking
4: up, just go ch ch <laughs> <laughs> just need to do that yeah, it's kind of weird I,
0: I think it was more about not being noticed like everybody knows what the driver looks like so they, they know, know it. yeah exactly
3: so it's it, it 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 doesn't fit for me but it's still fine i think it's i
1: think it's cool looking was he uh, not wasn't he wearing the scorpion jacket with the yeah he was wearing the scorpion <laughs> that's jacket. what i want to know
4: i want to know yeah. the background of that scorpion jacket is that like you know from like greece was he part of the t-birds or something you can buy them online Yeah, badass looking. Yeah, there's there's a ton of this. Really,
1: you you looked that up? Yeah, I looked it up a couple minutes ago. Was like, yeah, 59 bucks. You can get one.
4: And he just he just bought <laughs> nice. one. He just bought one. He's like, all right, here's my uh-huh. new plan. First, I'm going to get a scorpion jacket. What did you then search I, for?
1: Like, drive scorpion jacket? As soon as I put in scorpion jacket into Google, it immediately said, added in from drive. Oh my And God. He, yeah. he also ordered
4: <laughs> boots so he can do some stomping.
1: Yeah. But like, I, at some point in the movie, I think it was after the elevator scene, he had like blood all over the scorpion jacket and he just continued to yes. go about his business. Like, walk around yeah. and interact, you know, in broad daylight. And I'm like, does nobody notice there's blood on there or do they just assume that some dude that's going to rock that jacket is a fucking badass and you don't want to mess with him?
4: Well, it, he was walking around on a Hollywood set. So I'm sure they'd see like, Oh, oh it must be wardrobe thing that too. That,
0: I would buy that. But when you're just walking around in public, people are going to look and be like, either this guy's some sort of weird hobo. That's, uh, no, he that's paints houses. It's just paint. A he is a handsome hobo. <laughs> I
3: heard there was a guy that got his head stomped. in a. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
4: That's how he gets away it's with like, it. He just smiles oh, and everybody melts. Oh, I need a disguise. Good.
1: I'll just put on this mask. <laughs> and no one will ever know who <laughs> I am. Creepiest fucking
0: mask. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But uh, yeah, so I, I was talking to uh, Corporal before we started uh, recording tonight. And this part here where he fights Nino... I remember this very, very differently. Like, I don't remember it being a whole scene where he got him to, you know, where he crashed into or ran into him. Crashed
3: the car, and then he chases him into the ocean, and then he drowns him in the ocean.
0: Yeah, for some reason, I had it in my head that at one point in this movie nino beat the shit out of him and it maybe it's just because that's what i'd like to remember because ron perlman's always supposed to be
4: like a dominating i'm just wondering how he's a mobster and doesn't have a gun like i just kept waiting for him to pull a gun out and like you know ryan gosling has to like kick it out of his hand or something i'm like
3: oh no there's nothing he's defenseless that's less dramatic. They don't have any guns in this movie. Are well, you kidding no, me? No, never mind. They do <laughs> have guns. What the <laughs> never hell mind. are you talking about? Uh Christina <laughs> Hendricks, you <laughs> know, like, her oh, head yeah, just fell off. On. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about uh Bernie. And Bernie has his knife collection that he uses to murder everybody with, and he, he just uses yeah, knives. Bernie's
4: an interesting guy, right? Because he's like, Oh man, now now I have to kill you. Which killing knife shall I use to kill you? I evening? just have to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's like I didn't wake up up today wanting to kill somebody but now you you made this happen. What were the other knives that were in his uh he had a razor, he had like a weird like had switchblade, there was a switchblade in there. I saw there was Yeah. I'm guessing There's, it's like every blade he ever used to kill somebody is is what I imagine. Like yeah. That makes maybe sense. That's, maybe that's how he compart, car,
0: compartmentalizes it. But it turns out to deal with Shannon he took out his favorite Sweeney Todd blade. Yes. apparently yes. he's a big fan of musicals. But he didn't feed them to anybody, so True. he's not that big of a fan. Well, Nino would normally cook people up and feed them in, in pizza pies. It'd that's that's my guess. Ground pizza beef. beef.
4: <laughs> Feeds them to the pigs in the back like Deadwood. Right. Oh, man.
1: It's like a hunt. <laughs> Ansel and Gretel with the witch thing. Right? That's the alternate <laughs> ending. It's where Ryan Gosling pushes him into the pizza oven. <laughs> 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 right?
0: And, and so to that matter, when uh, when Nino was talking in that pizza shop scene, when he said about the when he started, said, listen, I stole the for money from the Philly Mafia. And he's like, yeah, they started calling me Jewish slanders. I'm like, your name's Nino.
4: Right. Yeah. Like,
0: are you Jewish or are you just like muscle here? Like and you run a
1: pizza shop.
0: Right. Like, I just I didn't understand like why that had to be in the movie for that, because I'm like. The economy of that just didn't make sense.
1: Maybe it was in the book
3: that it was based off of and it had more backstory to
1: it. Banky, we need you to go undercover as a Jewish mobster to understand <laughs> the struggle.
0: Should I open a pizza shop?
1: <laughs> I think you should. Shit. You know, I'm going to eat the profits. Can I get a pie with gefilte fish?
0: <laughs> Oh, you listen, you know I can't work at a pizza shop because I like sausage on my pizza, and if I can't have pork and cheese together, or pork at all, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. They're immediately gonna sniff me out and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
2: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: <laughs> Clearly, you are a fucking
2: asshole. Don't really That's not a kosher pie. <laughs> Suddenly,
0: somebody comes in and just boot stomps me. You know That's what would really have been cool? Fun? A cool
4: little ending is, like, when he drives away at the end, is if... He unwraps a toothpick and it says Nino's Pizza on it as he's unwrapping the toothpick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so he kills Nino, then he sets up the call with uh, with Bernie, and he goes to to hand off the money. They meet at the Chinese
4: restaurant. Yep, we have a little time shift here, though. It's interesting. So they they. They're sitting at the diner, and they're talking about, like, hey, oh, the yeah, girl, yeah. you're the only one on the map, and, like, and they're sitting smiling at each other, and then, like, it goes to what happens afterwards, and then flips back to them sitting at the diner again. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting way of doing these, like, weird time shifts, maybe, like, a Ode to, to a Tarantino or something, Pulp Fiction, I don't know. Probably.
0: But you you have to appreciate the fact that Bernie tells him flat out like we're not going to mess with the girl. The girl and the kid are fine. Yeah. You, however, you're doomed. Right. You're doomed.
3: You got to look it. over your shoulder the entire time. And I think that's the whole thing. Like he's telling the story. Look over your shoulder the entire time. When they they cut, they have he, him walking behind him. He gave him a so hint. It's, it's to yeah. It's to give it's to give extra tension to the to the scene because that's what they like to do. They like to build tension in this mm-hmm. movie. But to be clear, he was going to totally go kill. The girl and the boy. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't believe he was going to let them live at all.
3: Oh, yeah. So they get to the car, pulls out the money. Bernie stabs driver in the in the stomach, and driver stabs him... Uh, in the neck and kills barney and we get that all with the 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 shadow mostly shadow work rather than anything else so you see it on the ground you don't this is the only time you really
4: don't see blood until after and then Mm -hmm. uh which what do you think is the symbolism behind that like what was the what do you think was the the idea there like what were they trying to budget was running low (laughs) like oh wait yeah we ran out of blood um
2: Hey, guys, the practical effects guy called out today, so we're just going to go ahead. Go and yes.
0: um,
4: <laughs> excuse me, Albert, Albert, can you shadow bleed? Are you, can, can you do you that?
0: <laughs> it was more of a thing of, listen, guys, we don't want NC-17. They told us we could have so many kills. We're going to keep the really gory ones in. Yeah. We're yeah. going to make this one much lighter.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Much, the, much lighter. the alternate director is like, a, it's like right out of the end of RoboCop. Right.
3: <laughs> they got spaghetti flying out of necks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so then uh this is when the We finally get the, the the last shot. It starts tracking up on on his boot that's covered in blood and then his hand's covered in blood and he's he's holding the stomach it's covered in blood and all this stuff and he's very still and it's just like a minute of being still and this is where we get the 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 reprise of the
4: college uh real hero song see, I thought he was doing a staring contest with nobody. Like he was doing he the staring, staring contest, contest with, the, with kid, the kid, right? But yeah, at the end there, he's like, oh, I'm
0: just staring. I think he was looking in the rear view going, I really do have piercing blue eyes. Uh huh. So he's like, So when he had he's that. He's playing thing... it with
4: himself in the rear view. It's like, huh, oh, you blinked. Oh, wait. that. Mm-hmm. Yep, still good. So got when it. he had
3: that staring contest with the kid, did you see how the kid was standing? When the kid came over and put his jacket down, he stood like like Gosling. He was trying to imitate him.
4: Oh, huh. mm, didn't, cool. no, didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah.
3: So yeah, even the kid loved them too. So, yeah, the steely blue eyes. Yeah, that's what it was. So then, as it's doing this, that's when we see uh, Irene goes to knock on his door to try and like she may have changed her mind that that she does want it to happen. But uh uh-uh. uh no, you don't think, I that's think that's what it was, is.
0: Nope, I think she goes. Listen, they told the cops us we're responsible for cleaning this up. No, no, <laughs> the cops aren't getting involved. The building super's like, who did this? <laughs> Who made this mess in the elevator? And so she's like, "It was the guy two doors down from me." He's like, "What is he? He owes me rent." And she's like, "Listen, you either pay this fucker rent." Or you go clean up that body. Oh, you go clean that up. But yeah,
3: she uh she goes, tries to knock on the door, he's gone, and then it's him just driving off, and then it's uh you know, we get into the, the, the part of the song where it's saying real hero this time, like he's actually saved them, they're not gonna be bothered by anybody, there's nobody left to go after them. And uh
4: isn't
0: there though? Because I feel like if you like you took down the head guy from this faction Of whatever the mafia like I keep saying the Jewish mafia because I feel like that's what they were alluding that he was like yeah he was like LA Hmm. Jewish mafia yeah well isn't there gonna be somebody else to like come up because this wasn't such a small operation that it was literally him Nino and then the uh tracksuit mafia guys i think he was just a mobster that happened to be jewish the
4: mobster that could you think that's all it was
2: i think the other guys i think they i think it was a fairly small operation i I I think the other guys below them are just moron peons yeah Yeah.
1: i think he was an independent not capable just happened to be jewish he was an entrepreneur okay
0: so he wasn't part of a larger organization it was just his little hustle but somebody's gonna come i guess if anybody else comes in there's gonna be like who cares but what about him getting patched up? So, then, Like Ryan Gosling having to get patched up? Like they or, didn't, they didn't I show question. him getting patched up on the on the stomach thing.
3: So where it's alluded that he's away and he he just goes away. So we don't know if he if he dies because of that wound or if he gets it patched up. But that's when it cuts to black and we're left wanting more. And then there's a there's a book uh, sequel called Driven. that came out a year later after this. A lot of people said it's a cash grab, but it's him in some random random city somewhere with his with his soon to be fiance that he's started a new life, not dealing with any of this stuff, and then some of the events come back to haunt him and he has to go back into murder mode.
4: I was partly wondering, so I was kind of going through and looking at uh like the director and see like, you know, what else this guy has done like after that movie. And apparently he teamed up with uh, gosling again in a movie called Only God Forgives. And I'm looking yes. at the synopsis and it's like kind of like a same same kind of deal. Like, is that kind of like an unofficial sequel?
3: Uh no, no.
4: Um, <laughs> maybe a spiritual successor. And all his stuff looks like neon. Like, it's so funny. Like, all the covers of his movies are all, like...
3: Between the the art director and the costume and the music supervisors the composer like everything about this had that and it hit and it just hit like it was just like they they always say when you're making a movie it's it's lightning in a bottle and this one this one to me was lightning in a bottle that I'm just like this is fucking great I fucking love this movie I will watch this a million times
4: on the flip side to that so the uh the the writer has seen Amini or the screenwriter who adapted the book he's doing Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi TV series yeah. He's that's kinda all cool. over the place too. Yeah, he is like, like everywhere. Very all over the place. hope Obi-Wan
3: bootstomps somebody. Right? Like how fucking weird. You're not is gonna that?
4: you're not gonna
2: call Obi Wan a psychopath. <laughs> uh, yes I am. And I would I've
3: had yeah, for years. Really, should I? On the bright side with the this, all he, he had, had to later. do was adapt it. He didn't have to write it. Oh, that's <laughs> <Just> right. Right. <laughs> he yeah. had to find a way to make it work. But uh but yeah, so after this was released, it became fucking pretty big on soundtrack charts uh was number 1 in the UK number 1 in the US uh reached number I always find weird things it was at a 30 or 31 on the US billboards and then a year after its release they had a a tour uh, where they had uh, college and electric youth and a couple other acts uh, that were part of that Synthwave stuff. So I took the lady to the tour, which was at the Echoplex, which was in Echo Park, which was right next to the park where we first meet uh, Cook at the lake, um, where they're doing the, uh, the fuck off, I don't need you, they're going to do this thing. Um, and yeah, we... It was awesome. Uh, very, very fun concert. We enjoyed it a lot. The lady actually uh, <laughs> enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, she's not too keen on on my music choices, but <laughs> I've always liked the, the techno and stuff. So she'll listen to it. And she had a blast. And this was the first time we had a danger dog, an L.A. danger dog. Oh, yeah, yeah explain so an la danger dog is outside of every major concert every major show um there's gonna be a, a a latino lady that rolls up in a with a shopping cart and on the top of the shopping cart she just has a, a, a flat pan and she's got a couple flames underneath it and she's got jalapenos and like onions. sterno flames. Yeah. And and it's got um, uh, grilled jalapenos and onions. Then it's got... Sterno grilled. Yes. Okay. (laughs) On the side of the road. (laughs) On the side of the road. Um, Out of a shopping cart. Out of the shopping cart with uh, uh, hot dogs that have been wrapped in bacon and grilled on that. All prior to everybody leaving, and then the bun's toasted on that. She grabs it, throws it in the bun, throws some of the 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 toppings on, and then she she does this thing with her hand. She grabs uh, uh, ketchup, (laughs) mayo, (laughs) and mustard, all three of these containers at once, and just goes and gets like the perfect amount of every condiment on it in one shot. And then just like it's like like it's a gun. She's just like.
4: She uh, flip it around like like in cocktail, like bottles. Yes,
3: yes. It's amazing. And yeah. Everybody's drunk and stoned, and they're all running around, and there are lines that are going blocks to get these things. Yep. And we call them danger dogs because, yeah, they're, they're done on a sterno grill, and we know it's not good, but it is the best hot it's dog. Like
4: all kinds of barkers out there. Nitrous, Earth. get your nitrous here. Get your danger
3: dog. Get (laughs) your your danger dogs. Get your danger dogs. There were multiple times where um, we'd get home uh, from work and there'd be a concert at the Wiltern, which is a couple blocks from where we were, and we we'd we'd wait until the concert let out on a Friday night and we'd go over (laughs) and get some danger dogs. (laughs) They're
2: fantastic. Like
3: you don't knock it till you try it. Now I want to try one. What
2: what do you pay for a danger dog? Three bucks.
4: Wow! With jalapenos on it
3: and jalapenos, onions, bacon. Wow. Man. Yeah, huh? Fucking fantastic! You have to Greatest send me a picture. I thing. might
4: want to try to recreate this. You can
3: definitely do it on a blackstone. Mm.
1: That's what I was just Goog- I was just googling. <laughs> oh no! Danger no. dog blackstone <laughs> recipe. <laughs>
2: no, it's not going to be the same unless we get a shopping right. cart. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the problem is they're all plastic these days. Right?
3: But yeah, after the Ooh. concert... Um, oh, you got to deep fry the hot dog? Says uh, You could if you wanted oh. to. Uh, but after the concert, I went into a rabbit hole of, of Synthwave because it started taking off right around that time, around 2012, 2014. There were a ton of acts, and a lot of them were making concept albums like Kavinsky. And they found Kavinsky um, through the director... And basically, yeah, they make, they make scores for movies that don't exist. And then the way the Kavinsky, Kavinsky album was, Outrun, it's, it's a fucking book. The book with lobby cards telling a whole story that was basically the wraith. <laughs> but like
0: california coastline and a testarosa in 1986 so it's the video game yeah kind of yeah yeah if somebody could turn around and mod grand theft auto 5 with just this soundtrack like it would make the game so much more fun instead of having to change radio stations in it i would be (laughs) way down for that like this this album i feel like it's one that i can listen to when i'm like writing up procedures at work and i'm just i just got to focus on typing stuff up like, this would get me through it. Like, it's like, just, yeah. like, it's chill. It's, you know, when when I'm just doing basic things, like, it'd be great to do. I I'll couldn't do it when I was driving. I'm looking oh.
4: forward to exploring it. Yeah, definitely. Do it,
3: do it all the time. Yeah, I, I gave you guys a link of a radio station on YouTube that I listen to at work all the time. Like all the time
4: is it better than chill radio on sirius xm which is just deep house
3: no it's (laughs) it's it's synthwave so it's it's very 80s like like you get you feel like you're listening to a, a a retro 80s soundtrack cool. all right i'm i'm down
2: i do i'm i'm gonna be honest as i was reading what you wrote and teaching us about synthwave honestly i'm a little upset with you that it took you this long to teach
4: me yeah kind of
2: really
3: i'm sorry like
2: you you, you know think... my passions <laughs> you know my passions and and you've you've taken this long to to share this crazy awesome genre it's
3: So yeah, so it's, it's been around, they said it's been around since the early 2000s that it's just focused heavily on those scents, but it was around, it was around 20, 2011, 2012 when they started doing all these concepts and, and they're just fucking cool as hell. I love them. I love them. Sometimes you can find it. There's one that I put on there called, uh, uh, Starcadian Sunset Blood. I think you can only get that on Amazon music in its entirety. But that's the only one that I can't find on that. But yeah.
0: I'd say this. I, I could listen to the soundtrack. I don't know if I would put this movie on again in the background. Again, not with the muddled mix, but if I had like a better audio mix, I still don't think I'd put it on in the back. It's not something I'm going to like pop in and watch just randomly. Like I think if I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna sit down and watch it soup to nuts.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah.
0: probably only gonna happen once every four or five years. But this yeah. isn't one that I'm gonna tune in if it's on TV.
3: This what this one has a special spot in my library. Between the between the album and the the movie itself. I've been waiting for a, a, a good release and in May, the end of May, they're gonna have a a, a special box set comes out in the UK specifically for it it's got a copy of the book the making of the score all that stuff and a new uh a new 2k upscale to 4k
0: well won't that be region locked to uk dvd players uh 4k uhds are not region locked oh, okay hmm. no it's only the blu-rays
3: themselves good to know yeah so you can get yeah you can get i think uh you can actually get a, a decent amount of Blu-rays that are region free too. All depends. But most of them are starting to do that because the the print media is is very limited now. So it's like if something comes out you gotta grab it quick or else you can't mm-hmm. like like I was talking about that movie Hardware from the nineties. It's just a trash trash sci-fi gory movie. <laughs> Um, you remember that one, mm-hmm. um, dude getting split in half by the elevator door yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're, but, uh, but anyway, like the, uh, um, they've had two releases, uh, from two independent distributors. One is Severin and one is Ronin flicks. Each one has a different transfer of the movie and like I bought it for 12 bucks. It's out of print and it's a hundred bucks on eBay used because nobody can find it and it's in demand and yeah because yeah, you just can't find stuff like that like laugh as much as you can sarcastro buckaroo bonsai sealed copies are 125 bucks on ebay
1: is anybody is anybody buying them for 125 dollars? <laughs>
3: yeah there's there's there is
1: a a
0: market <laughs> and it's just it's crazy it's crazy i'm not gonna pay 125 dollars for something i'm never opening like fuck that <laughs> same here No same
3: here if it uh if it means something to me i might grab it but like i'm gonna grab drive but i'm not gonna grab the new 4k copy of dog soldiers when it comes
4: out in a month like you're not no (laughs) no (sighs) what if it's a danger dog soldiers
0: is that how the sequel to, Is that how the sequel in the book ends? He goes and gets yeah, a danger right. dog and it's, ends uh, up dying.
4: It's a bunch of that's bacon, done. bunch of bacon that's wrapped dyes dyes of having. Listeria. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's an experience. Now, see, I was going the opposite. I was thinking like, uh, you know, it's a bunch of uh, bacon wrapped cyborgs or something.
0: Oh, jeez, cyborgs. <laughs> oh, geez. Hmm. Uh, and with that, I think we're going to wrap up this week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Probably should. it was not
3: very comedy filled.
4: Uh, no. was, this had enough of it. It
0: had a good. Okay. Again, this, this is more about this is more about the soundtracks and, and you know, how it kind of influenced you. I've learned. Justin, I've
4: learned things, things I did not know before. So thank you. Yeah. And cool. uh,
0: what size boot are you, Commando? Mm. so we know what a pigeon for christmas in case you're in an elevator it's
4: about the size of a human head perfect (laughs) size of a human head (laughs) all right all right
1: and just to remind everybody don't forget to like subscribe and follow rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you listen interact with us on twitter at our poor choices
2: and don't forget to tell your friends and your enemies.
0: And until next week, when we're back with our final episode on soundtracks that stick with us, where I can't get enough of you baby, I'm Banky Jarvis. Get in, get out, get away. I'm Corporal. I'm Commando. Sarcastro. And Fatty. And these were our four choices. They were poor choices. Literally. Ryan Gosling made so many. I'm sorry, but he did.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He made a a bunch, yeah. First, let's get involved with a
4: married woman. Oh, I thought you meant as an actor, he made poor choices. (laughs) Oh, no, no.
0: (laughs) But Shannon really boned him in this by being like, oh, yeah, I see that you're sweet on her. Yeah. Hey, you know, fucking putting his nose where it didn't belong. Yeah. This guy would have been happy going home, rebuilding carburetors, and beating off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Clearly this guy is the scorpion in the scorpion and the frog parable. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: What was that? Was that an Aesop's fable or something like that back in the day? I
1: don't believe something it like... was. I think that's a common misconception. Just uh, from okay, what I so was, was just looking at on Google or Wikipedia a little bit ago. And one, two,
0: three. <laughs>
4: You're like a conductor and, right and
0: yes. <laughs> i'm learning how to produce yay you are producing well all right so again so corporal you'll go through do your intro say your name and then it will go to commando then sarcastro then fatty then me and then you will say and these are our poor choices okay i think i can remember that yeah. all right
3: uh i don't think i have anything funny to say
1: doesn't have to be funny. I can do an alternate opening. <laughs> the movie it. wasn't really funny, so <laughs> the movie wasn't
3: funny, so <laughs> I'm I'm down for an alternate opening. <laughs> Alright,
1: here. Here we go. Let me give take i I'll take a crack at it and see how it works.
4: <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm Commando. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That was good. <laughs>